Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Yumiko's latest pinch collection includes all of your favorite styles reimagined with a classic pinch front neckline. In a dual launch with their brand new official 2020 colors, a few colors have made a triumphant return and new options have also become available. Start off the new year with a fresh look in the studio and personalize your own pinch front Leo through your local store or browse the various ready-to-wear options available online. Shop online at yumiko.com. I'm Rebecca King-Ferraro. And I'm Michael Breeden. And you're listening to Conversations on Dance. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Michael. How are you? I'm well. It's like <laughs> a random bonus episode week we were yeah. thinking. Yeah, I think uh, we had some comments that the last Strictly Michael Rebecca episode was a little short and people wanted more. So... So we give the the people what they want. <laughs> Here we are giving more. Yeah, we didn't get to um we kind of <laughs> so we had a whole plan for that episode and we even had backup things, but then we like totally got diverted in a good way and I think it was fun. Um I enjoyed what we talked about, but we sort of got a little sidetracked. So, since you had to run to rehearsal, we are back on a Tuesday afternoon to <clears throat> get back at it. It is January 21st. It's 31 degrees outside. Oh, and, it is? Yeah, and it's dark already. Guess I mean, what I guess. it is here. Uh. Ooh. In Florida, it's a chilly 61 degrees. Um, but tonight I just saw on the news that they um, the weather service is saying that we need to look out for iguanas falling from trees tonight because oh. it's going to be that 30 degree weather tonight. Remember when that happened in Miami? Yeah, it's like a once a year event, a yeah. 30, 30 degrees, and then it's never that. Again, yeah. Yeah, so the iguanas will freeze and fall out of the trees tonight. So be aware if you're in Florida. Well, it will have already happened by the time we publish this. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> a little delirious from today. Um, okay, so we talked about last week 
uh, Michael's Nutcracker gigs and coming out of retirement. So we talked about your first gig, but we didn't get to that those second and third ones. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to yeah. hear a little bit about those too. So the second gig I did was my Drosselmeyer premiere. I think I mentioned that in the last one. It was, one yeah, it was I, like yeah. quick, but we, we need to hear more because that's, mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. Well, it, I mean, it's just not really my bag, you know? Oh, that's I right. We talked about that too. Yeah. Acting, you know, I don't really love at that side of things. And you know me, I'm like, Although, oh my God, give me an acting role any day. <laughs> And I feel like the only time you and I were ever on stage together actually was when we were acting, <laughs> yeah, right. be it on the on the side of Carmen or in Don oh, Q, you know, that's what I, when I think of us being together, because like the thing is when you're, that's the only thing good about a full length is when you're just side, like stage dressing, yeah. then you just can wander over to your friends. Totally. Some of the most so, fun, like most miserable, but also the most fun being on the side in full length ballets. Right. Like we wouldn't, we weren't the best heights for each other. Right. Um, so that's why we weren't really paired together that often, but it was pretty easy to make our way to each other in something like Don Q or right. Romeo and Juliet. Michael, that was so nice. It really was more just like Michael was dancing better roles than Rebecca. No, we did. <laughs> I'm um, teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> we did. Don't you forget it. We did dance uh, the Garland Waltz together for <gasps> that very special one and done. Oh, of course we did. You're right. Mm-hmm. We did. And then we did Viscera together, like yeah. only one time. It was opening weekend, though. It was. Yep. Mm-hmm. Liam Scarlett's Viscera for Miami City Ballet. And then we did the Car- Carmen together, too. Yeah. And then we had special moments in... Oh, symphonic dances. We had one really brief moment. <gasps> oh, my gosh. And... Wait, but... Oh, my gosh. That moment's really good. And what did we do in New York? So... <laughs> Wait, was that where I, I did it? I think I, wasn't okay. it our last show yeah, at Lincoln yeah, yeah, Center? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe I there. So the second moment of symphonic dances, which is presently being danced at Miami City Ballet, it's an Alexia so Ballet for Miami City Ballet mm-hmm. that we did for many uh, many years. We did it. It was one of the the company's like signature pieces during our time, and I guess probably maybe still is considered yeah. one. Yeah. Um, but we had just one second on stage together where it wasn't choreographed, right? We no. kind of made it up this thing where we would do like, we'd touch palms and it was kind of like alluding to this other moment where these two dancers are mirroring one another, but it was just some drama that we made up. Cause it was like it's one also- of those moments where everyone was together and then suddenly everybody kind of split up. So there was like a moment that everyone kind of took with people near them. Kind of. Right. Right. And it was, I think for some reason, our two people, like most everyone else had things that were like from the ballet, right? right like right. theme steps. Yeah. And it would break off and you just do, everyone would do one little step, but we didn't have anything. So we made up our little thing. But then on the last show ever, instead of doing our thing, I just grabbed Rebecca and kissed her on the mouth. <laughs> for, <laughs> which, in all fairness, is, is part of the ballet. That we all, yeah. And the, the second movement of the ballet features every partnered couple kissing on the mouth that's so good so yeah and <laughs> I, I literally had forgotten about that till just now you were you were really shook I was so shy I was dying thank god I went off stage after that because I was like dying laughing and we were in the back of the stage so it was fine you know no one saw it but us it was our private moment mm-hmm. one so time we're really Neil we're so did that us. too 
for, Neil did that too. So for he was my husband in Nutcracker, Neil, uh. um, Michael's <laughs> husband. And so I remember my husband, his first time coming to Nutcracker, I told Neil, I was like, Nick's here for Nutcracker. Like, we have to be good. You know, I was joking because we were just doing party scene. And he's like, we'll do something special for Nick. I was like, okay. And then at the end, you know, when the boys kneel down to give the girls their corsages mm-hmm. and then they stand back up, he just, we stood up and he kissed me on the mouth for so long. <laughs> but then like everyone started, cause afterwards then you start clapping and you look at the kids and Neil was just still holding me for like <laughs> 10 counts. I was dying laughing. It was hysterical. Uh. So. Well, now we've circled back to Nutcracker, at least. Right? There we go. We're really good Even at diverging from our, our plans. Yes. Okay. So um, you did Drosselmeyer, which is also a party scene. So we're back at right. that. So I, I was debuting in that. I just, I, I had a hard time finding my Drosselmeyer because I don't feel comfortable being eccentric or funny, maybe. I don't know. I, I really, I just went, and I also didn't have, any, there was no... Um, makeup or anything of that nature involved to make kind of just feel the dressed, role yeah. dressed as a a party parent type you gotcha. know so I went for sort of aloof you know elegant but mysterious <laughs> so that was my angle um but uh I loved it was it was fun so you know schools smaller schools have to um you know make do with different limitations and one of those is obviously not having a lot of boys so when they hire me to do Drosselmeyer they kind of you know swing it so that I can I turn into like a prince type Uh, I see so so that's how the story kind of moves forward is Drosselmeyer is kind of the catalyst a little bit well I don't think that I'm not sure that he's meant they're not meant to be the same person but we just budget I gotcha gotcha you know no boys but anyway so quick change the the quick change into the prince figure then i got to dance with three of the students um and it was really fun to dance with girls of that caliber young young students um who just were like they hadn't partnered before i don't think or maybe one of them had but um it was kind of fun to shepherd them through that experience like we, we worked a lot i would i went in um several days uh non-consecutive like not bef- not leading up to the show but like once in october and then once in november right um to just like we'd work for like a couple hours with and i i ended up doing like one day i think i did 12 runs because there were three claras oh my goodness um, but it, it was you know it was pretty it was hard to do 12 times sure but it wasn't a, a super challenging potted in that way but it was like because the girls they just needed to they were learning what part mm-hmm. was so we did it's funny the the first clara that i was doing it with rachel quiner who's mm-hmm. super talented she did the did clara in the radio city production oh nice uh, but she was like such a daredevil in some ways and like very would really go for it but then there was one lift because I was like, I'm old. I'm not going to do this. Oh. Uh, there was a press lift. And I was just like, you know, I could not. Um, right. So then then I was like, can we do something like easier for me? Right. Which right. is um, the like flying shoulder sit from Sugar Plum. Uh-huh. Like Balanchine's Sugar Plum. Yeah, yeah, have, yeah. Do it. Um, and it was funny to like see like someone who would just so 
like confident in her technical capabilities and virtuoso and and really fearless in most other components just like we had to really work on that with her and then finally we got it and it was great in the shows but it was just like cool to be a part of the learning process with someone who's super talented and you know like I'm excited all of the girls but yeah I'm I'm excited to see like where they'll be in 10 years like in companies like easily and um It'll be fun to just be like, oh, I was her first partner. I taught you know? her that. You'll see her on yeah. the New York City Ballet stage doing Sugar Plum. Be like, I taught her how to do that the very first time. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. She, she was really That's something so cool. special. I know you told me about her. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. to. It's so fun to work with kids at all. And it's just so mm-hmm. great when you can feel like you're adding mm-hmm. a little something to their journey moving forward. Yeah, all of my claret. I had three, like I said, and mm-hmm. they all offered something really different from one another and had a very different approach. I think Elaine Matthews, the director of the school, was really um, wise in, in choosing three different dancers mm-hmm. like that who all got different things out of it. What school was this again? I'm not sure if you mentioned. It's called Hunterdon Hills Ballet. It's near okay. Clinton, New Jersey. Oh, nice. So I, I hope to be working out there more. It was really like the the talent they have. They had two sugar plums, who one of whom was still dancing uh, at the school. And the other one it was someone who is now at um, JKA, ABT, JKO, ABT school. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were both just so talented and in different ways. The, the one who's at JKO now, uh, Savannah, she's Rachel, her older sister, the, the choir sisters, there are five of them and they're <gasps> all insanely talented dancers. And they're all dancing. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It was funny. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't, I'm not trying to throw Rachel under a bus at all, but she, she's very comfortable in her blocks uh-huh. and Elaine, Elaine is trying to get her to switch to Freed's uh-huh. and you know, Freed's just die so often. I'm sure that right. mom is just like, no, oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> But um, when she's in a company where all her shoes are paid for, we'll yeah. get her into free. There you go. Um, that's so funny. I know it's really that's such a challenge for students. Oh, my goodness. I always want to do the same thing. Like I want to tell my students, like, get in a breed. But then I also don't want like mothers coming and killing me. <laughs> right. Why is she going through point shoes in one class? You know, <laughs> right. But it's just yeah, it's a it's a dilemma for sure. But so tell us about your third one then. Your third. Day. I did have. I have one more thing to say. Oh, about oh, the, sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, interrupting me, Rachel. Inside <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> jokes. Um, <laughs> so, uh, we there was one boy at uh-huh. the school, and that was another thing that was fun for me because I, I don't. I mean. I don't know. We did not interact too much with younger students at Miami City Ballet, right? I mean, I know I wasn't in party scene too often, so I never had. Like, you mean like the little littles? Yeah. So this boy, I think he's twelve. Oh, then. yeah, yeah. And you know, it was cool to be there to like offer advice in different ways, or um, I guess be a sort of role model for him. I feel gross giving myself that title but the, his mother was very much just like guiding yeah, yeah yeah um but so that was sweet and then his it was his mother told me he was like oh he has one ballet dancer friend um who 
they support each other and they're really bonded because, you know, it can be very hard for young boys in ballet. He gets picked on, but together they, you know, they have each other, but they, they don't go to the same school, but they live nearby one another. So this boy came and I was like, okay, that's, you know, very nice. His friend is going to support him. And then I realized in a plot twist that this boy was from the school that I think I've previously discussed. Uh, let's, I mean, I wouldn't say they fired me, but <laughs> we, talk, we well, talked you, about this. Yeah, that you're, you're not working there anymore. Oh, man. Bleak. And it was just <laughs> that what was so, but he, he is an incredible talent. Right. And actually, he had just joined that school. I only taught him once uh-huh. before I, I, I we were done with one another. <laughs> school <laughs> my son. Um, and that was the, kind of the only thing. I said, no, I had other kids there that I loved, but I was just like, I really hope that he doesn't get sucked into that black hole of training. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that he finds his way. And then it was turned out that this boy is the one who's Ben's friend. So he was there and I was able to talk to him and his mother and they were no longer at the school. Good. So we've, we've all severed ties with that school um, that shall not be named. Obviously. <laughs> um, but so that was a nice thing too. You know, yeah. just like this one, like my, my only regret about that situation was, was that, that I was just like, Oh, I, I couldn't like help him. And, yeah. you know, it's just so when you see someone that's talented like that, you're just like, it's like, I have this, like, I just get nervous. Like, it's so easy when we've talked about this, how it's just like so much of everything is chance, especially if you don't have parents that are, you know, um, I don't know, we're former dancers. To ballet, yeah. Yeah, yeah. basically, that's kind of it. Um, So it's really just chance. And so when you see someone like that who has a chance to have a major career, I'm just like, I want to do everything I can to help. Yeah, I know. It's so so nice. He made it out alive and he and Ben are supporting each other through the difficulties of being a young boy in ballet. And it was just a really sweet moment. That's so nice. We will return to Conversations on Dance in a moment. But first, this week we are sponsored by our good friends at Vayette Virtual Ballet School, the next stage of ballet training. Vayette Virtual Ballet School is a -a one-of-a-kind online ballet classroom providing world-class ballet training to aspiring students regardless of their location. Fayette Virtual Ballet School believes that teaching proper technique is just as important as nurturing the mental, physical, and emotional aspects of their students. Fayette Virtual Ballet School is an extra push that you need heading into your upcoming audition, competition, or summer intensives. For more information, visit VayetteVirtualBalletSchool.com. That's V-E-Y-E-T-T-E VirtualBalletSchool.com. Or click the link in the description of this episode. Yeah, I, I did want to circle back like quickly to when you were just speaking again about boys in ballet that... Um, and you were saying that some of those girls hadn't been partnered before. I'm sure that like... I, at the school that I used to teach at. Um, and I'm sure that they're not alone in this. At one point I was like trying, giving them a correction. I was like, Oh, like about bending. Oh, you know, bending side to side. And I, I said, you know, it's like, as if you're like when you're being partnered and the boy's hand is, you know, and I was indicating like at the bottom of your rib cage, you know, and I was like, and then you lift up and over <laughs> and they all looked at me like blankly. I was like, you know, like when a boy partners you and they're like, and they're like never nope. done that before. Right. Uh, and it, I, I mean, it's not uncommon, right? Cause yeah. Yeah, I had the same thing for when I t- tried to talk about attitude back 
mm-hmm. like wrap it around your partner. Right. Yeah. And yeah. they're just like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. I've, yeah. yeah. I always just go and stand there and I'm like, it's like this. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. All right. So that third one then. Mm-hmm. So that's the school I teach at in Cranford, New Jersey. And this was kind of one of the first schools I ever taught at. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of the only place that I've held on to now. It's the only place I teach at regularly since I have other work that has kind of replaced most of the teaching I used to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kept it because I just love the girls there so much. They are mm-hmm. just angels and they are so hardworking and receptive to what I have to give. And, you know, what they, what I get back is just so worth it. You know, I'll have days where if I have other, it's, it's nice that it provides me a work escape that if I'll feel stressed out about other components in my life and I'll think like, Oh, who wants to get on this New Jersey transit for an hour and a half. And then by the end of the four hours that I teach there, I'm just like, I'm so glad I did that. Yeah. You know, it, it was such a great release. So I love these girls to death. And actually they're the only, they're kind of the reason too, that I even decided to come back and dance a little because last year, um, the woman who runs the studio, her name is Debbie. Uh, she kind of begged me to do like a Nutcracker Prince type role with a younger Clara. She was just like, you can choreograph it. You can do whatever you want. It doesn't have to be hard. It's just, Aww. we've never done anything like this. It'd be a great experience for our girls. And so I agreed to do that. And that, when I did that was when I was like, I could do a little more, you know, right. that was fun. And I got nervous for it, even though it's, you know, like the audience seats like a hundred or less people and it was very low stakes like everyone was just like happy that I did it but I remember getting like butterflies and being like that I was like oh I miss this so yeah if it wasn't for the school I wouldn't be doing anything so now I yeah and so now this year I did sort of a cavalier type position with two the the two senior girls that are going to be graduating that I've worked with a lot Mm -hmm. so that was really fun to have my two oldest girls who are both such talented students who give everything and to to share the stage with them so it was a nice and how many years have you been teaching is it three now I yes yeah so that's like most of their high school you've been with them at this point which is nice yeah, I did. I wasn't officially on faculty the first year. I was subbing a lot. And then gotcha. the next year was when she asked me to come. And yeah, so. That's so nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've really, I've had a great time there. And um, they're also very understanding of my schedule. So that's another great reason for me to yeah. commit to them because they understand too that, uh, you know, I, I will always, I won't ever put someone to substitute for me that isn't you know, right. Uh, and talented and, and ready to give the students what they need. So yeah. we've had, we've had Adriana Pierce and Leanne Esty and Andre Chagas. And now lately Evelyn Kosak, future friend of the pod. Um, <laughs> so the first three people I mentioned are all Miami city ballet, uh, alumni who we danced mm-hmm. with. And then Evelyn is who I did my nutcracker guessing with. So it's where I'm bringing in top notch people for oh, them yeah, that, for sure. um, so I think it's great that they have exposure to other good teachers as well. Well, and I think also, um, so we just, um, today, so on Tuesday, so earlier this week, we, uh, published our second episode with Carla Corbis, 
Um, and she is the, the associate professor of music and ballet at Indiana university. And I just, you know, when we record all these episodes, they sit on my computer and then when it's time to release them, I edit them. So it's really fun. You know, we did it in what, like August. So mm-hmm. each time I edit one of those episodes, it's kind of like, um, almost like hearing it for the first time in a way because right. it's been so long. And so it was so fun <clears throat> listening to, I don't know if you remember this when she was saying that Indiana university, they really want their professors to be involved in the art form and continue to be out there and working actively. And I just thought that was so wonderful. Cause like you're saying that, um, the school is very supportive of your schedule. I'm sure also because they understand that you're, you're going out working with companies and you're setting ballets and that's, you know, connections and experience that you can mm-hmm. bring back to the students. It's just like, you're very current in the art form. And of mm-hmm. course, like it's, that's hard to be able to maintain always, but it's just so helpful for students because when you have people that are just so far away mm-hmm. from what's current, you know, that, right. that becomes dangerous. So I right. loved her comment about that. And, um, I think that's really cool about what you and I are able to do, at least like with this podcast and what you're doing with your other work is that we can still, we're still in it and right. see what's happening. And it's just a nice experience to be able then to pass on. Right. I, I'm, I'm excited for the for a uh, one way that I'm going to be able to share this with this same school that I was talking about. Um, they're going to see New York City Ballet. I, I think it's going to be everyone's first time, basically. Did Aww. I say this on the last one? No. No. Okay. So yeah, it's they're going to see. Debbie had the idea, and or maybe I told her first. But it doesn't matter. But we thought it would be great for them to come to New York City Ballet, and I would, you know, be there with them, and then. Uh, so Debbie like did a sign up and then it just kept like ballooning into this huge thing. And like all these people's families are coming now. So, so it's fun. like, I think 75 or 80 people from Stop. the school total with the, the parents. And, um, yeah, so it's going to be a huge field trip. Um, everyone, all of Cranford, New Jersey up at New York city ballet. And I just, yeah. am, I'm really excited. Like for instance, I know Daniel Applebaum will be doing increases pa. So like, which of course you've set that ballet before. And I've set, so yeah, that's cool. And cool for them to see, like, see, I'm not a joker. I (laughs) I do think, um, you know, it's, uh, so they'll see the ballet that I've staged and, um, then get to meet the dancers in it. So it'll be really fun. I think. When is that? We're going on February 8th. Oh, let's be sure to talk about that together afterwards. I'd love to hear. I'm sure the listeners would too, that how cool yeah. that experience was for the kids and what you guys did. I love that yeah. idea. And they've also, they've learned sections of increases. I've taught in different days where I, I teach like contemporary classes yeah. and, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like this is my contemporary that I know. <laughs> Ostensive. Well, it's really modern. So I really am fudging it, it when so I, not, they're not rolling on the floor with no well, shoes on. Well, <laughs> I usually, well, I mean, on days where I just want to like do not teach rep, which yeah. is not most days. Cause I really prefer to just yeah. stick to some, like Evelyn taught them stompers from in, in the upper room. <gasps> Amazing. Last Monday. So I did that with them again on Monday. I've taught them glass pieces, which is like a stretch. And I taught them, but uh, the reason I brought this up is because I've taught them some of increases. So they'll also uh-huh. be able to be like, I know this, I've danced this. Yeah. And, um, and then I taught them 
like a little variation from uh, Brahms Schoenberg Quartet that will be danced that night to Balanchine Ballad. It's beautiful. Um, So I think that they'll already feel connected going into it. Yeah. So it'll just hopefully be a really cool thing for everyone. I mean, shoot, I always love going to the ballet when I'm they're doing a ballet that I've danced before. It makes everybody feel more, you know, connected to it, right? Because you just like know it intimately yeah. and feel like it's just it's I don't know. I always love that experience. I mean, it's always fun oh, yeah. to see new things too. But like when it's something you're really familiar with and then you can be like, oh, that head was wrong. <laughs> mm. I mean, the, the difference between staging a ballet like when I see the ballet before when it's now that I've had to stage things that I haven't danced Mm -hmm. and it's just like when I think about what I used to like see when I would see it and I'd be like that was good yeah (laughs) I don't know (laughs) you know or like it's just such a different thing it's so ballet from working on it either as a dancer or stager or whatever you know you it's just a very different experience than as an audience member I bet it's even more as a stager I bet you're just like sitting there counting in your head for especially for increases there's so many counts Speaking of, I have to go back and review for Rodeo before right. I go back down. Well, I, uh, <laughs> this time we I, finished uh, everything. Oh, we got it all in. Yeah, we did. That's okay. I have to run too. I got to go take my dog for a walk before it gets oh. dark here. It's not dark here yet. so. Okay, rub it thing. in, lady. <laughs> but it's cold. Does that help? It's not that cold. It's going to be like wind chill in the teens here tonight, I think. Oh, no. Yeah, I think that's why it's cold all across the East Coast. Well, Mikey, Mm -hmm. I'm glad we were able to complete that episode. I felt bad that we had to cut it short last time. We won't do that in the future. Now we know that it's unacceptable. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Or we just stretch it out into two pods. Which is even more fun. Yeah, we got extra time to talk. All right, Mikey. Well, we'll talk to you soon. I can't wait to hear about how that goes at City Ballet, but that will be so much fun. For sure. All right. For sure. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for joining us this week. If you would like to support the Conversations on Dance podcast, there are a few ways that you can help. Click over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Download episodes when you listen to allow our analytics to better understand our listenership. Join our Facebook group, Conversations on Dance, Friends of the Pod, or you can offer a donation. Conversations on Dance has always been and will always be free to our listeners. You can help us continue to create and produce this unique behind-the-curtain look at the dance world by visiting conversationsondancepod.com slash support. Thank you for tuning in. See you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
it. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.